Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel-obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm on a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast. Today we have a episode about the freedom framework that you have never heard of because it's only just been introduced in this podcast episode. So if you know me, if you know my story, if you know my business, you know that nothing is more important than living your life and building a business that actually gives you that complete freedom. Chances are you started a business because you either wanted more time freedom, you wanted more flexibility, maybe you wanted financial freedom, um, you wanted freedom in some sort of way. And it could be all three, to be honest. It could be even more ways. Um, but the thing is that I have seen time and time again business owners who are traveling the world or even just on holiday and just beautiful locations, beautiful countries, but they are stuck inside of the same four walls glued to their laptops. So my mission is to show you how to actually break free from that and break free from having to show up to sell all of the time. And my jam is evergreen content, automated lead generation. And that's what I absolutely love. And that's what I teach. And that's what I'm all about. Repurposing, all of that good stuff. So today I'm going to introduce the four-part freedom framework. This framework will allow you to have more freedom in your business and actually allow you to go out and enjoy life, whether that is just spending more quality time with your family whether that is taking the day off or a half day off to go and explore or just being spontaneous throughout the week and having that flexibility and not having such a strict structure where you have to be on your laptop for this and this, um, you can really have full flexibility because you know that you will be getting visible 24-7 without having to show up. So let's get straight into this framework because I want to go through every piece of this. So here is the framework. Number one, core evergreen content. Number two is repurposing. Number three is amplify. Number four is automate. That is the freedom framework in a nutshell. So let's go through each piece of this and really break down what each of these parts of the framework actually mean. Let's start with core evergreen content. Okay, so the first part of this framework is core evergreen content. So I just published a whole episode on what core evergreen content is and sustainable marketing. That is episode 34. So if you want to dive in even deeper into this particular topic, I highly recommend going to listen to that episode after this one. But core evergreen content in a nutshell is your starting point. 
You want to make sure that you have evergreen content, that you're producing evergreen content for your business. So core evergreen content could be one of a few things. It could be a podcast, it could be a blog, it could be a YouTube video. Those are three of the best evergreen content to have. You can have one, you can have all. It really depends on you and your business and what kind of time constraints that you have. But I highly recommend every single coach or course creator have a core evergreen content model because this not only saves you time, but it allows you to show up in more places and it also allows you to produce content that, ne that doesn't necessarily expire. So that is the first part of the framework is the core evergreen content. And we're going to take the example of a podcast as our core evergreen content. So as we're going through this framework, um, we're going to use the example of let's pretend that you have a podcast. All right, so step number two in the freedom framework is repurpose. So what are the ways that you can chop up and add to the evergreen content that you produce? How can you repurpose one piece of content into many other ways and format? So we're going to take the example of a podcast. What are the ways that you could chop your podcast episode up into other content formats? Okay, you know, for example, this could mean actually starting to record your podcast so that you do have clips that you can take from your podcast episodes when you're recording to use in other platforms. Um, it could mean taking audio clips and, you know, putting a pretty video or something over the top of it and posting that as um, a reel. It could take actually, you could also take the transcript of your podcast episode and create a blog post out of it. You could use that for captions. Um, you could use that for an email. There are just so many different options out there when it comes to repurposing. So I want you to think about if you do have either a podcast, a blog, or a YouTube channel, how can you take one piece of content and add to it or maybe chop it up in other ways? All right, and then let's move on to step three of the framework, which is amplify. How can you make this piece of content or these pieces of content, if you have repurposed them into multiple different pieces, how can you make this piece of content work harder for you in the long term? How can you amplify the message and start those conversations? How can you take your evergreen content and increase visibility and the overall omnipresence of your business? What I want you to think about here is let's say that your core evergreen piece of content is your podcast and you have worked out the ways that you're going to repurpose it. You are going to repurpose it into a blog. You are going to repurpose that into clips for social media. So, you're, you know, you've decided to also record your podcast. But I want you to ask yourself now, how are you actually going to adjust that evergreen piece of content to the platform that you're publishing it on? What I mean here is just going deeper. So for example, let's pretend that you are going to take your podcast transcript and actually create some Instagram captions out of it, or you're going to create a Instagram carousel that really focuses on one of the main points that you want to come across. 
Well, if you are posting it to Instagram, you're going to need to think about hashtags. Um, if you're repurposing it to a blog, you're going to need to think about SEO keywords and actually how to format that transcript into a blog post that will be SEO optimized. So you've got to start thinking about these small things and how you're going to adjust that piece of content for the platform that you do want to put it on. And I also want you to think about what's the main call to action for each piece of content. So for example, if you are repurposing your podcast to a blog post and you're pasting it on your website, what is the call to action for that piece of content? What kind of call to actions are you going to have? Are you going to tell people to go to your podcast? So we're kind of circling people to your podcast. Are we also going to tell people to sign up to our email list? Are there any products or offers that you have that you want to promote throughout your blog post on that specific topic? So I really want you to break it down and think about, you know, how not only about how you're repurposing it, but how you are actually publishing it on each of these platforms and customizing it. Because if you just post your podcast transcription to a blog, that's not going to do anything. If you just take literally a piece of your transcript and paste it to Instagram and use it as a caption without any thought about how to customize that for Instagram, then you're not going to see many results. So it's not only important to repurpose that piece of content, but also ask yourself, how are you going to distribute that piece of content successfully? Let's pretend that you repurposed your podcast episode to a blog post. All right. So one of the things that we can do to amplify that piece of content for the long term is actually creating some checkups in terms of updating that blog post and checking the SEO scores. You know, has it reached page one of Google three to six months later? If not, okay, what do we need to do from there? Always having these kind of checkups is going to allow your content to be looked at over the long term and also just amplify your message. If you're posting your podcast clips to Instagram, how are you going to start those conversations? So maybe it is that you are creating a reel, you're posting a reel to Instagram. But then you're actually urging people to have conversations around the topic of the piece of content. So you're not only thinking about, you know, repurposing, but you're also thinking about, right, how can I just amplify this piece of content even more? How can I share it to even more people? If I've just published a new podcast episode, all right, let's send an email and let my list know that we have a new podcast episode and here's the link for it amplify your content don't be afraid to shout from the rooftops that you have a new podcast episode that you have a new youtube video that you have a new blog post at the end of the day people want to see value from you and you sharing your content consistently to your ideal client is going to help them so don't be afraid to share your message far and wide and remember to create those check-in systems for yourself. All right, so let's move on to number four, which is automate. Now, this is possibly one of my favorite steps in the framework because I am all about automation. And there are kind of two things that I want to talk about within this automation piece. There is first systems, and then there is team. 
So let's go through systems when it comes to automation. So when you are uh, distributing these pieces of content, when you're repurposing them, you need to have the right systems in place to support you doing this on a regular basis. If you just tell your team, hey, uh, I want you to repurpose and distribute this podcast episode to your blog. Okay, well, what kind of questions are they going to ask you? How are they supposed to do that? What do you want it to look like? Do we need to think about keywords? You know, we need to think about the actual steps it takes in order to complete that process of repurposing your podcast episode and then publishing a blog post on your website. And this all comes down to having a really good project management system and also having a full outline of the process. This could look like a checklist. This could be a SOP. It could be a video tutorial on how you're going to go from step one to step 20 successfully. So I highly recommend when it comes to your project management system that you have one. First of all, I love Asana. Um, I also know people who love ClickUp. Um, I love Asana because it feels a little bit more simpler than ClickUp, but I know that ClickUp has a lot of different options when it comes to customization and things like that. Just a lot more options than Asana, but I really love Asana and it is just incredible. And also they do bring out some really um, great features every month. So I love Asana. My team loves Asana. We have our entire business basically built on Asana. So within Asana, within your project management system, you want to have a process of what ha happens when your podcast gets repurposed to a blog post. So what's step one could be download the podcast or grab the podcast episode from this Google Drive folder and download it. Step number two, taking that podcast episode to a platform like Descript and transcribing it. Number three, taking that transcription to a Google Doc and maybe it's we have steps within that. You know, step A could be to chop down the transcript and customize it so it's a little bit more natural. Uh, step B could be to do some SEO research or maybe that is a step that I would actually recommend doing before you even start to repurpose that podcast episode. But you want to think about what are the tiny steps that need to happen in order to have a fully optimized blog post published on your website and hopefully ranking on page one of Google. I want you to outline that process. And then also you need to think about once you have that written down, what's the timeline and who's going to do what? So how long is it going to take from podcast publishing to publishing a blog post that is repurposed from your podcast episode? And then who is going to do all of the steps? So for example, maybe it is your VA who is downloading a podcast episode and going to the script, creating that transcript, um, putting it in a Google Doc, and then maybe it is someone on your team who deals with content that actually goes in and starts to do some SEO research, starts to actually optimize it into a blog post and format it really nicely. Um, and then maybe it's your VA who uploads that blog post, right? So what is everyone doing at every stage? 
And then when you're thinking about systems, you should also be asking yourself, how can you automate any piece of this process, whether that is scheduling your episode, whether that is using a platform like Descript, which will actually give you your transcription, which is really handy. I'm thinking about, you know, are there any pieces of this puzzle that we can automate or actually do faster? And then the second piece to this automation uh, part of the framework is your team. You want to be thinking about who's going to do what process or who's going to do what step. But also, how can they support you in making this flow as easy as possible? And what do they need from you in order to make that happen? For example, with my team, I ha we have a whole SOP library with so many different video tutorials along with a checklist on how to complete just about every process in my business from start to finish. And that allows my team to know exactly how to do things, how I like things, how everything is run really smoothly. It also allows me to go on vacation for a month or even just a couple of weeks and not have to think about going back and forth because they know exactly what to do because it's in a video tutorial, it's in an SOP for them. So they know how to do things and I think it's really important to set up these systems that do support you in this process. So that is the Freedom Framework. Let's just do a quick run through. So first we had core evergreen content, then we had repurpose, then we had amplify. Number four was automate. So that is the freedom framework that I highly recommend you implement within your business if you want true freedom in your business in 2024. If you liked this episode, make sure that you hit me up on Instagram and let me know. And I would love if you could leave a review on what you liked about this episode or, you know, what you really found resonating with you. I love to hear your feedback. All right, so that's it for today. I will speak to you in the next episode. <music>